Welcome to Tending Your Soul. I'm Marielle Davenport. This podcast is an invitation to cultivate greater intimacy with God through the seed of His Word. If you're worn out from dry seasons of life and yearn for refreshment that comes from greater intimacy with God, but feel overwhelmed at where to start, you're in the right place. Join me in the garden as we let God tend our soul with His Word, little by little. Hi, friend. Welcome to episode 32 of the Tending Your Soul podcast. I'm Marielle, and I'm excited to get into our verses with you today. The verses before us contain the premise of the gospel, and fertilizing the soil of our hearts with the gospel of Christ is like watering the garden with miracle grow. Fruit will abound from a sinner's heart when that sinner is continually feasting on the gospel of Christ. So let's begin with T in our TEND acronym. T is for take time to pray so that we might settle our hearts and our minds as we approach God's word. So pray with me. Father, thank you for the gift of the gospel. Thank you for the shed blood of Jesus on behalf of sinners, on my own behalf. Thank you for the grace that covers us when we surrender to you. Would you nourish our hearts today in your word and for your glory? Amen. As we move through the TEND acronym, we come to E for examine the scripture. This is where I slow down and write the verses in my journal. This gives us a chance to pay attention to the details and each word and the subject and verb and verb tense of each sentence. It's really amazing what we will learn about God and his word when we slow down. It's like taking the time to bend to our knees in the garden and pay attention to the smaller things there. So let's look at the verses today. We're working our way through Ephesians 1, and today we come to verses 7 through 10. It says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as planned for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. What a stunning set of verses. As we pay attention to the details, we want to be sure to define who the pronouns are referring to here. Paul is the author of this letter, and he's writing to the believers in Ephesus. So the we here is referring to both Paul and those believers in Ephesus, along with all believers, really. The him Paul is referring to when he says, in him we have redemption, is Jesus, as the previous verses had made clear. So knowing the pronouns helps us to examine the verses carefully and correctly. Then when we've examined the scripture, we want to move to N for notice the lessons. The Bible is revealing the heart and character of God to us. So we begin noticing by asking, what does this teach about God? And in these verses, we see that it's through his rich grace that he extends redemption and forgiveness to us. In fact, that grace is lavished on us knowingly. He knows the deep places of our hearts and minds, and yet made the perfect 
and necessary way for us to have a relationship with the Holy God through His own blood. That's the gospel. That's the good news of the sure hope we have when we place our faith in Jesus. We've been fully paid for by zero merit of our own. From a lesson like that, we can ask ourselves then, how do I see my sin? Do I realize the costliness of it? Or do I see it as no big deal? Or the truth that what seems to be the smallest of my sins to me really demands full blood payment. Our response to that might be repentance, acknowledgement of our sin before God in prayer, and agreeing with Him that it is sin, and then receiving His lavish forgiveness. Another question might be, from whom am I hoarding the gospel? Who am I failing to pray for or share the gospel with, because to me they seem too bad or too broken or too far from God? If the gospel has been so lavishly extended to a sinner like me, who am I to keep that to myself? So as we consider the last letter intend, which is D, for do what it says, we find ourselves responding intentionally to the questions that we sense the Holy Spirit posing through this lesson. As we consider who we might be keeping the gospel from, This might mean we could write that person's name down and offer it to the Lord in prayer, asking for forgiveness for hoarding what was lavished on us at no merit of our own. Then we could ask God to show us the opportunity of when to share the gospel with that person. Pray for him or her to have eyes open and a heart prepared to hear. Also, we have to remember that though we are co-laborers with God, he alone does the saving. In his time, we are to be faithful to pray and share truth, but he alone does the miracle of saving a sinner. So who might be that person that you need to pray for or share the gospel with today? Maybe it's even a reminder for yourself to share the gospel with your own heart. Remembering that your sin is covered by the blood of Jesus when you agree with Him about your sin and your need for Him. Let's ask the Lord to show us today our next steps as we step out of the garden. Lord, would you do just that and show each of us our next steps? Who is it that we've been keeping the gospel from? Who is it that I need to share the gospel with? Search each one of our hearts, Lord, and would you reveal to us our own need for the gospel. In Jesus' saving name, amen. Okay, friend, as we close today, I want to remind you to get your free tend guide at marieldavenport.com slash start and spend time tending your soul by the word for yourself so that you might bear much fruit for the Father's glory. Until next time, keep tending your soul. Thank you.